Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. There are two thoughts on this, and you're never going to be right with one or the other, but I think that the league is very sensitive to what's going on. But at the same time, um, you know, if this can be beneficial to and keep people safe, if it can be beneficial to the country and kind of help the things get going again, I think that that's a positive. That's Andy Reid right there, the former Cougar, the coach of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Anything to imp- Well, not anything. Anything within reason to impact people's mood, PK. Pick them up. What's that? Go play football. I think Andy okay. Reid was echoing that why baseball played during World War II because the president said it would improve people's mood. It would be a good distraction. And if it's within reason of being safe, then there's probably a lot of other activities that we're not doing right now that might be within reason of being safe at the same time. So two go hand in hand. Okay. I thought of something your your mom used to say to you. I'd have never said it to me because I didn't have conversations with her. Money loves money. Am I right, PK? Oh, yeah. Check that one off. That was high on the list. <laughs> that was a go-to phrase. Well, yeah. I think she wasn't talking about this, but she, she would have dropped it had she seen this headline. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady is leasing Derek Jeter's waterfront mansion on Davis Islands right outside downtown Tampa in a short drive to the Bucks facility. 30,000 square foot home, three lots, seven bedrooms, nine bathrooms, entertainment, billiards room, and a boat dock. Tom Brady doesn't lease radio talk show's house. No, no, no. Tom Brady leases Derek Jeter's. He wants those albino alligators. Let's not be kidding ourselves. <laughs> the albino alligators. Money loves money. Well, yeah, that sounds like an outrageous abode. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking to a guy who lives in just about the same size. It's just you you have the boats for the moats. And uh, other than that, you know what I mean? Not really, but we'll just roll with it. Did you know, Dave, that Andy Reid went to the same high school as Julie Newmar, who, of course, played Catwoman? And you know you thought in pure thoughts when you saw Catwoman. A hundred times. <laughs> I did not know they went to the same high school. What high school was that? Somewhere in Everybody L.A. knows that it, that it was Marshall High School. Yes, the same high school as Michelle Phillips, who was, of course, in the Mamas and the Papas, and the same high school as Lance Ito, the judge in the O.J. Uh, <laughs> get out of jail for free card after yeah. slaughtering two people. The dancing Nito's okay. Night Show. You, you definitely knew this one, though, for obvious reasons. The same high school as Heidi Fleiss. Oh, now you're talking. Sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Way to play along. Heidi Fleiss and Lance Ito. There's two names I had not heard in a while. Although the NFL remains hopeful of starting its regular season on time and in front of fans in stadiums, Chief Medical Officer Dr. Alan Sills said Thursday that certain prerequisites, including widespread testing for COVID-19, must be met for that to happen. 
His comments came two days after the league's general counsel, Jeff Pash, told reporters on a conference call the expectation is to begin the regular season scheduled in September. So, pulling back the uh, hopes and qualifying them just a little bit. Don't paint yourself into a corner. Yeah, those are all just words. Nobody knows anything. Tua Tagovailoa underwent a voluntary medical recheck of his surgically repaired hip Thursday. Facilitated by the NFL Combine, the results of the comprehensive exam were overwhelmingly positive, the quarterback's representatives told reporters. You believe the quarterback's representatives, all of whom stand to make money off of the quarterback? Absolutely, I believe them. They said it. Why wouldn't I believe it? Because some people will fudge the truth to make more money. And you're cynical? the truth. Yes. Uh, That's what I like to refer to as lying. Lie. (laughs) Spin. Lie. Prevaricate. Come on, hit the thesaurus. Let's go. Fudge the truth. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. We had Brett McMurphy on earlier this week who decided to survey all the college ADs and it was such a good idea, now other people are surveying college ADs. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Survey released by Lead One. You ever heard of Lead One before, PK? I don't know who Lead One is. I have not, no. Yeah, I don't know who they are. Uh, An association of athletic directors from 130 major league schools, uh, or major college football schools, 63% forecast a worst-case scenario in which revenues decreased by at least 20% during the 2020-2021 school year. Even an abbreviated football season could cause schools to lose that much. Doesn't seem like an outrageous number. Haven't been through oh, the no, budget. Oh, no, not at all, yeah. yeah. I mean, depending on what your, bu- what your budget is, too, if you miss a couple of games, you know, obviously the bigger the budget, the lower the percentage. But, uh, you know, there's very few schools that have that outrageous of a budget. Some of them do. They're the ones who compete for the Final Four every year, obviously. And so it's just, this has the potential to be extremely nasty. I mean, Brett McMurphy said that uh, uh, on uh, Wednesday. And, you know, it's only going to be more speculated upon as we go. Because I don't think that anything, and I don't know this for sure, so don't act like I'm saying anything from a point of knowledge, but I don't think anything is going to change in a couple of weeks. And Larry Scott was saying, you know, we really got to look at stuff in a a couple of weeks, which is what uh, you had on your interview on Channel 2 with Mark Harlan. I think it was over the while. You played it over the weekend. I don't know when you had it, but you played it over the weekend. And so he was basically saying, you know, we've got to start looking at this stuff very, very seriously. So in two weeks... I assume we're going to be under the same situations that we're at now, only we're going to be two weeks closer to the start of when you need to get going. So that's going to increase the intensity, and that's something that's going to happen because we've canceled, basically, or postponed most of the stuff leading up to August, right? I mean, the NBA hasn't figured out exactly. You know, we're hearing about the Vegas stuff coming out. But the point being is that we're going to now start soon to turn our attention to the fall, which obviously is college and NFL football. Mississippi State coach Mike Leach apologized Thursday for a since-deleted tweet that showed a meme of a woman knitting her husband a noose during self-quarantine. The tweet received nearly 3,700 likes, but also criticism, including from some of the Mississippi State football players. So... It's like you always say, you want to be funny, but occasionally when you're funny, you're going to cross the line. And he crosses the line 
And you know how coaches are fine-tuned to recruiting. You don't want to be irritating players over that because presumably if you're irritating players over that, you're possibly also irritating recruits at the same time. Okay, well, you just decided he crossed the line. Other folks would say he didn't cross the line. That's why I got 3,700. That's why I got 3,700 likes. Yeah. But but coaches are always, uh, well, I wouldn't say, well, I would think coaches should always be in tune with what the players. Yeah, but you got to, because if if a 19 year old player thinks that, does a 17 year old recruit think it? Because he wants a 17 year old recruit. Good point. And obviously, people were divided on it because 3,700 people liked it. Well, what, what was his intent? Was his, his intent to offend, or was his, his intent to put something lighthearted out there? Was his, uh, his intent, intent was probably to put something? I think his intent right. was to put something lighthearted out there. That's normally where, the, where I would go. What's your intent? Where's your heart at? when you do the things you do. Now, sometimes they're just mean and vindictive, and so that that's the intent. But, I mean, I don't know. I didn't speak to Mike Leach about this, but I'm wondering, is you know, where, where was his intent? Where was his heart? And then, for me, I go to the forgiveness card, not that he's asked me to do it, but uh, you know, look at what what, are the, what is their intent when they make a mistake, and then try to figure out. And then, what's their history? How many times have they done this? Have they been told not to do it, but yet they completely redo it? I just think this is a little footnote in Mike Leach's career. And if he wins football games whenever we start, no one's going to care. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. The, the people I talked to have strongly suggested that within the walls of the league office, they just don't believe that traditional city-to-city postseason is possible. Putting teams effectively in one place is really the only place that makes sense, and there really isn't anything under serious consideration other than Las Vegas. Logistically, it would be the easiest place to pull off. That's Chris Mannix right there. Uh, We've been talking about it for some time, and Vegas, baby. Multiple courts, a couple of them right inside hotels. Presumably the NBA could just rent out the whole whole hotel. Hotels are pretty empty right now anyway, so rent the whole thing out and keep the players away from the public and play in front of uh, empty seats, but provide TV programming. Seems like there's a gazillion details to work out, but... It does make sense when you hear Chris Mannix say it that that's really the only way to do it. Flying people all over the country in a 2-2-1-1-1 format, yeah, that's not happening. Are we talking just postseason here, yeah. though? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would think there's if they're, gonna, if they're not going to have any fans, then there's any number of locations that you could use, I would think. But if you want to go Vegas, you want to go from the airport... Uh, west to the Orleans, which is probably maybe three, four miles tops. Uh, you'd have the Orleans, you'd have the MGM, you've had uh, T-Mobile, you have Mandalay Bay, and all of those seat thousands. Yeah. Uh, but they're not going to have any fans, so I don't know what that really means, but if it's Vegas, it's Vegas. I mean, I don't really care where it is. Lamelo Ball is expected to be a top three draft pick in this year's NBA draft. Has reportedly purchased the Australian NBL team, the Illawarra Hawks, that he played for this past season with his personal advisor, Jermaine Jackson. The NBL did not confirm the sale of the franchise. I would, uh, I think we got to put that on the list because yesterday we were talking with Joe Ingles and we replayed it uh, 
just in the last segment. Uh, you were talking to him, well, are you going to get one of those sandwich coffee shops, you know, in retirement and be a, a small businessman and have your own little cool place? And then we talked about him, is he going to do more work um, with uh, autism awareness and with autism schools for, uh, for kids in retirement? He said he considered that. He's always talked that he's going to go back to Australia about five minutes after he retires. So is he going to end up owning a basketball team, too? This franchise is currently running between 5 and $10 million a piece, apparently. Put that on the list. Yep. How's that Jermaine Jackson? Is that the Jackson 5 Jermaine Jackson? I don't know. I couldn't confirm that. I was looking to see. Lakers coach Frank Vogel revealed in a conference call that while the Laker players were tested for COVID-19, the rest of the Lakers staff, including coaches, had not been tested, according to Vogel's knowledge. It's just we were not told to be tested, Vogel said, and obviously everyone recognized the shortage of tests, and we were only going to do what the local health department told us to do, so we weren't asked to be tested at that point. Uh, seems like that sends a message that the players are important and the coaches are expendable, but what do I know? Well, obviously, coaches get fired and players get cut, but uh, then they just replace them. So, I mean, very few people aren't expendable, but I think it's uh, you know, the more money you have, the more non-expendable you are. It's the way of the world. Uh, did, they, did they need to be tested? Did they, did they have any reasons to be tested? Well, if somebody was positive or somebody was exposed, I would think everybody in the group would have a chance. They to had be two players that tested positive. They obviously were tested after the Nets tested positive. Okay, but they, they had two players on the Jazz, and nobody else has been. No, actually, I think all the Jazz. I thought the whole traveling party of '58 got tested. So no, I meant the coaches uh, and assistants. Not not tested. Uh, oh, but nobody else was positive, right? Yeah. yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Former Houston Astros match uh, manager A.J. Hinch and the uh, Astros, the ex-Astros GM, all are both going to be able to fulfill their one-season suspensions for the team's sign-stealing scandal, even if no baseball is played in 2020, according to reports. I don't know, is that getting off easy, P.K.? No. Or they're sitting out a year, they, it's enough. Even well, they're not just sitting sit out, out a year. year. They're not. Imp- sitting out a year implies that you're reinstated after a year. Reinstated to what? They don't have jobs. True story. Dodgers star Justin Turner suggested baseball go to a home run derby if a game is tied after 10 innings to cut down on extra inning games once the baseball season begins. His quote, instead of playing 17 innings, you get one inning. You play the 10th. And if no one scores, then you go to a home run derby. You take each... Team's three best hitters, and you can give them all five outs, and you see who hits the most homers. We're up for uh, experimenting with a game. You up for that, PK? Nope, that's pretty stupid. Seems like, would you just put a guy on second base, which they do in softball? I don't know if they do that. It's in the minors. Do that in the minors, minors, too? Put them in third. Or call it a tie. Have ties. Uh, They wouldn't. What what home run do? So what are you what are you gonna do? Gonna, who's gonna be the pitcher? You're gonna get the guy's dad. We're gonna have Bryce Harper with his you big travel. tatted up father and big uh, biceps out there going out there to throw the ball in. I mean, who, who's gonna do that? And we get, did we get kids in the outfield again? Yes. How about that? Kids so rooting for a tie game. You put your name in when you come into the arena or stadium, and then they pull it out. And so if your kid 
get started. You want to get youth back into it because Locke is convinced nobody over four pays attention to baseball, even though they're, they they set their record every year for billions of dollars of uh, money that they make. And so you put your name in a little, uh, you know, some type of uh, box, and then they draw 20 names of kids under 15. And they get to chase around the balls. Of course, if one gets hit in the head and suffers a concussion, we'll worry about that later. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive it free. Reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, 7.30, we're talking to Ryan Smith from Qualtrics, 5 for the Fight, and the new TestUtah.com initiative. 8.30, David Locke, Utah Jazz Radio. And at 9 o'clock, Riley Jensen, a college football insider and mental performance coach. RileyJensenConsulting.com. That's all coming up this morning right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.